1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Rumble on. Hi, how are you Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, wake up, man. What's happening? What's up? What up? What do you do, man?
0: What's going on? What's going on, Doc? How you doing, big fella? I'm well and I'm blessed, man. Another wonderful Monday morning. Uh, family's all, all well. How you doing, Doc?
1: I'm well, man. Absolutely. You know, I'm just great, man. Just blessed and thankful, man. Not as blessed. No, I am. I'm more blessed and thankful than our Los Angeles Rams, but they're blessed and thankful as well because... They're able to go into Baltimore, bro. All across the country, against a tough Baltimore team, even though they was missing a couple of key players, more than a couple, and they more than key, but missed a couple of players, but we still able to walk away with a twenty to nineteen win, man. Hey,
0: we needed a dub, bro. They got it. It wasn't pretty, but we got it. Well, for the second consecutive week, uh, we travel across the the country again to play a with another early start, particularly to play another Baltimore Ravens team that's fighting for their playoff lives as well. And, and Doc, you know, you know when you're going to Baltimore and to face the Ravens, you know, it's always next man up them, and they, they, have a, they have a saying, they say, play like a Raven. And that's exactly what they did yesterday. They came out, they were punching us in the mouth, and we're taking some shots. But at the end of the day, uh, you see the resilience, the toughness, the uh, never-say-die attitude of the Los Angeles Rams push all the way through that game and the, in the, and the stars and the, and the guys who have played in, in big games in other places just so happens to be Los Angeles Rams right now, it showed up in that game. And every last one of them had significant plays for us.
1: And you talk about the stars that did show up, man, big time, man. OBJ stepped up when we needed him. Step up. Matthew Stafford, you know, shaky, man, you know, but Hey, he played when we needed to play. when he, but we needed him to make plays. He made plays. Stafford finished 26-35, to 309 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, man. I threw another pick six. I was, about to, I was like, God dang, man, here we go again on the road. Another pick six. But we was able to overcome that, and we overcame it in a big way, man, because I'm telling you, Ike, man, that's one of the biggest plays of the game. When we had that fourth and five, we needed that first down late in the game, and OBJ snatched that thing. I mean, he snatched it. Not only did he snatch that, then came back and gave us that touchdown, bro. Those are two very big plays, even though Cooper Cup, salute to him again, man. He he ended up, you know, being the single season receiving yards leader, uh, with you know how he finished up yesterday with uh six catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. But you talked about big time players stepping up, man. OBJ stepped up big when we needed him. Von Miller came up with a huge sack when we needed him. So we got these dudes, man, to make plays like they made, and they they gave us some big time plays in big time situations yesterday, Ice.
0: Hey, this is the reason why Lesney goes out and pull the, pulls the trigger on, on guys like this. They've been in big moments like this. They know the significance of uh, or, or, or the level and style of football that needs to be played during this time of year, particularly in January, when you're going out and trying to solidify your playoff spot and uh, just trying to make sure you win a division. We're, we're still in a race for a division crown here. And uh, it, it's, it's full go ahead right now, Doc. But you mentioned some players with some key moments, man. First of all, I'd like to say that it, it seems as if OBJ is back to having fun playing football now. You know, he's in an offense that's challenging him mentally, uh, that's that's lining him up in different places. He has an offensive coordinator that likes to push the ball down the field. He has a quarterback that can push the ball the field. And then and then they can they understand the game. They understand the magnitude of how we play and what's going on. So he looks like he's having fun. Now, you add that to what Cooper Cup has been doing, man. Cooper Cup, another big game. Uh, he, he became the, uh, the Rams' single season leader for reception yards, passing my record of 1790, uh, 1781 in 1995. Salute to, to him. Um, and he's just pushing forward. He's to make plays and his blocking. I think it's unmatched by any other receiver in the league. Cooper Cup is just pushing us on. But in the crunch time of the games, when we have to go and get points and put them on the board, Matthew Stafford, he stepped up. He did exactly what, what uh, we brought him there to do. And, and uh, was it shaky in the beginning? Of course it is, Doc. We've seen two, two weeks now in a row, two weeks consecutively, Matthew Stafford threw an uh, a interception on the exact same deep route. I mean, it looked, it looked very similar to what we did last week. Same play, looked like we didn't learn from it. But if you look a little closer, man, we got that crossing route coming wide open. So I'm not sure if he's, if he's getting too greedy or he's just trying to go for the knockout punch a little too early. He doesn't want to take what the defense is giving him. But there's something that that Matthew Stafford can learn from, Doc. If it wasn't for those early turnovers, bro, I think we blow we blow the Baltimore Ravens out on that home field, which is something that that's really done. But uh, guys stepped up huge, tremendously from a defensive standpoint, Doc. Once again, Aaron Donald causing havoc, taking double teams, uh, getting other guys in a one-on-one position so they can make plays. And then just closing out the game with Von sack and guys just stepping up and, and making plays all over the field. And
1: talk about games, man. A guy we hadn't really heard much from all season long as far as making any big plays. But Sean Robinson coming up with his first sack of the season as well. But Troy Reeder and Greg Gaines still doing big things, man. I like the fact of Von Miller giving us two sacks and coming up with the sacks that he needed. And AD, I mean, what can you really say about AD? That's just what he does, man. He and Leonard Floyd continuing to pr- apply pressure, apply pressure, Navon Miller on that other side. And I like the formula, man. I like how we play. To me, this is this is one of our most impressive wins of the season because we didn't play well at all. It's, it's, when we talking about offensive concern, but then it's on the road against the Baltimore team. You're right. Even though they're missing some players, Lamar Jackson, their best player for one. Uh, you know, still is a tough place to play. Still a tough uh, a team to beat because they have that mentality where they want to be physical and hit you in the mouth and kind of ugly up the game. And that's just how it is, man. For us still to win that game. And, bro, I mean, when we handing out salutes again, I mean, Sony Michelle again, dog. 19 carries, 74 yards. He's the only one, only running back we roll with, man. And dude is just (laughs) continuing to run the ball and run the rock hard. He comes up with, well, key checkdowns in the passing game, man, He pass protects. Dude is the all-around all around running back, man, and he seems to be the perfect running back for what we need to do and what we need him to do. And he also seems to be the perfect running back for a team that can win a Super Bowl, man, because right now we got a little formula going, bro, and this is a Super Bowl-winning formula if we can continue to play tough like this and play physical in a running game with Sony Michelle.
0: He's definitely that bruising type running back who runs downhill. Doc, he can do it all. He's a three-down back right now. Uh, he's pass protecting well, and you know it's just like all of us, all of the the entire Ramly the entire alumni. We're calling for us to run the ball more because Sony Michelle is doing just a great job of toting the rock. Man, let's let's just be real. Yeah. And I think he has a backup. Funk may be the backup, but when Funk is getting one snap per game and just playing special teams. It seems as if we only have one running back the entire fourth quarter. So just that mentality that Sony Michelle has to have. Listen, bro, I can't get hurt. I got to run this ball. I, I can't. I don't want to say that T word, but, you know, he's got to carry the load and he's carrying the load. He's doing a wonderful job, Doc, man. And just the offensive line, man, giving him lanes to run through. They're getting him started. And getting him those first four yards, and he has the ability after those four yards to, to push it to even more, making the first man miss as far as contact is concerned. And he's always falling forward, Doc, which is big, man. So I, I'm not sure where Cam Akers is right now, but right now I think Sonny, Sonny Michelle is doing a, a more than wonderful job for what we need on offense, man. He's setting us up for the play-action fake uh, to push the ball down the field when need be. And he's 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 there for the check downs. Once he gets the football in his hands, dog, he, he's, he's not allowing that first guy to tackle him. And he's always falling for it. So I'm on the Sony Michelle uh, train and I, I say, let's keep it going. man.
1: Yeah, man. And, and, and Sony Michelle, man, that's another thing. It's always seemed like it's always positive plays with him, bro. Even when he gets the ball, man, he might not get a yard, but he he rarely use loses any yards. I mean, I don't really see him making any negatives in the pass protection or any of that, man. It, I bet it, I bet it's his score sheet, man. His grade sheet is on positives every time he gets it after a game because he's just a a very smart football player. And on top of being smart, he's good and he's physical as well, man. So I just love to see that, and I love to see that offensive line taking care of business and doing that thing. But just the way we're playing it, and, and <sighs> Cooper Cup does his thing. But we also have – I I also want to salute Tyler Higby too, man, because Big Tight End came up with some big snatches on Sunday, and he got more targets than anybody else on Sunday. He was targeted nine times, six catches for 69 yards. But Tyler Higby is a guy that we talk about sometimes. I don't think we talk about him enough because when Big Dude is healthy, man, Big Dude is a very good tight end, and he also helps in the run in the run game. But he is that security type of blanket, man, that – when Cooper Cup is not the security blanket because Cooper Cup is always the security blanket. But it looks like when Matthew Stafford really needs somebody to throw the ball to and needs somebody to catch that rock, Tyler Higby is that dude, and he's been that dude, man. And salute to him again because he came up big again when you need a tight end to come up big in games like this because, as we say, man, Baltimore, just one of them tough AFC North teams.
0: Well, Tyler Higby has definitely, uh, you know, has become and he has developed into – a really good tight end. You know, I remember when he first came in, it was him and Everett. They were kind of going neck and neck. But I think Higby really started to separate himself and started to develop in the running game as far as being able to to hook and to seal that edge and create that edge for our running game to be uh, successful. But he's also been able to get down the field in a league where you need a tight end who can take the middle of the field with so much cover two being played these days. You need a guy to be able to attack that middle of the field. He's done just that. And Matthew Stafford has been looking for him and has been finding him. Now, I think the trust level between those two has, has really gone through the roof and uh, he's doing everything he can just to be that that high level tight end that can be trusted day in and day out. So, you know, just the overall of our offense right now, Doc, I kind of like where we are, but we really got to turn and, and just stop with the turnovers, Doc. That's not helping us, man. We're, we're, we're playing. Every team thus far, man, is a playoff game. The last week was a playoff. Yesterday was a playoff game. Sunday will be a playoff game versus the 49ers. And then the playoff starts. So you got to have that playoff mentality, Doc. And you can't afford to give other teams opportunities and lessen your opportunities on the field when you're trying to win and get when trying to get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, man. Because you, you run into some teams, they don't turn the football over. The Green Bay Packers, they don't turn the football over. So you can't afford to give them extra opportunities to beat you, putting more pressure on your defense. So we got to play well. Hopefully Matthew Stafford is done with that. Take what the defense gives you. We understand you have a big arm and want to show it. And, and those plays will come, man, as we continue to run the football, be successful in our running game. We'll be able to push that ball down the field without the threat of that, that safety being in the middle of the field or INT.
1: I'm glad you kind of fixed that too, man, because I know if I was in that locker room, I was listening to ramblings. I'd be like, well, Isaac, so my man as a team. With the team, we need to fix the turnovers. Now, oh, Matthew Stafford, you need to fix the turnovers because you're the only one keep turning it over. And it is, man, because we talk about those two picks. He came up, man. He fumbled the ball. He lost the fumble, uh, which was a key, very, very key situation, man. But as I said, thankfully, they were able to overcome those turnovers and overcome those mistakes once again. And winning winning a good game, uh a a tough game. Uh and once again, bro, you got to get Sean McVay and Raheem Mars. You know, say what you want to say. You got to give them credit, man, because they had the team ready to play. I mean, Raheem Mars defense came up with five sacks, bro. Five sacks. Big A Sean gave us one for the first time this season. Von Miller, his best sack game since being a Ram, coming up with two. Then you had AD and Leonard Floyd. They met up on one. So uh But our Rams defensive players, man, and Troy Reed also got a sack. But our Rams defensive players, the main ones who make plays, they continue to make plays. So they're doing what we need them to do. Uh, Jordan Fuller coming up with a, you know, what can I say? I mean, ball was thrown right, but you got to go get it, though. You know, came up with a pick, but it was thrown right to him. But you got to go get it. But anyway, man, Darius Williams, I mean, just the defense playing football. And as you said, Isaac, the mentality has to stay up there, man, because even though we're 12-4, and four, we're in the playoffs, we still want to win the division. And in order to win the division, we got to take care of business, for sure, next week, man, against the San Francisco 49ers squad. That's, hey, man, they may struggle against other teams, but here lately they just been beating us in our mouth. So we have got to pass this test and beat them so we can go into this playoffs playing playoff football, Isaac.
0: Absolutely, man. So, I mean, just, just you know, you mentioned the guys being ready to play. They were ready to play. You know, they played a level of AFC North football, you know, that bruising style football where you have to really buckle up and tackle somebody and hit somebody. They were able to play and come out of this game with a victory, man, a special. Um, you know, you celebrate it, Doc. You celebrate it on the charter. You celebrate it today. And then you get rid of it. Knowing that you have your last division opponent this year, and they're, just imagine, Doc, you have three teams that are still vying for a playoff spot in the same division, we being one of them, the Cardinals being another, and the San Francisco 49ers. They're right there, Doc. They can make a, you know, be a surprise wild card game. And who knows? This We could be playing them in the first week of the playoffs. So we really have to go out and just establish establish who we are, our identity as an offensive team, to being able to run this football. And when the San Francisco 49ers come in, we have to meet them with a the level of physicality that they met us with in the first time we played them this year.
1: And and just looking at that man, and then and then, but just looking at this NFC, right? Quick, uh, we could have clinched, man, if uh, Dallas could have beaten Arizona, but they didn't. You know, Arizona went on the road, man, and Dallas and won a you know won a huge game. But the Cowboys, I that. yeah, I mean, you know, hey, because you know, Arizona's. I mean, they play some good football. I mean, they, you remember they started off like undefeated and people thought they were going to kind of taper off a little bit. They did, but they still been playing great football. They're 11 and five and 12 and four. So, uh, but we're on this five game winning streak, man, which is nice. But next week, huge win. Then after that, then after that and after that, because we know, you know, green Bay is, is that's the number one team in the NFC and you know, that 13 and three, but the NFC race, as far as the playoffs are concerned, we're still there looking real, real good, Isaac, because Tampa Bay is 12 and four. We're right there, at 12 and four. Green Bay is 13 and three. But hey, what's your mentality going into this last week, man? I think you, you kind of hit on it a little bit, but we want to win this game. We want to knock off San Francisco. We want to win this division. We want to go into this playoffs looking like a team that, you know, can play the home playoff game and so, I mean, the home Super Bowl and so far.
0: Well, Doc, I mean, you you look at it, what you, what as a, as a football team, what you want is always an opportunity. And I think we have an opportunity when you look at the landscape of the NFC, really in the NFL, Doc, there is no clear cut number one team in all of the NFL. You look at Cincinnati, they knocked off Kansas city who has been red hot and they beat them. They beat them uh, coming, coming back from a 14 point deficit. So, you you may you may be sitting right now at number one at Lambeau Field at Green Bay you know in your conference uh, as the number one seed, but there is no distinctive number one team. I think anybody can be beat any any night any day. The game's gonna be played on Saturday on Sunday and on Monday night. I think anybody can be beaten on those on those same days, and that's the mentality that I think the Rams should have right now. You have a a, a grand opportunity number one to have a home playoff game. You take care of business this weekend. And then after that, you can go in and make a, 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 a strong run at another Super Bowl, Doc. I mean, I think it's right there for the taking. You talk about formulas. We have a running game formula that I think has been working for us the last three or four weeks with Sony Michelle being the catalyst of it and being able to push the football down the field with playmakers all the way around the field. So uh, on both sides of the defense. And I think Mr. Powell, you know, from a, uh, you know, a return uh, portion of our team has really started to step up. So Doc, I think we have everything we need. We have the running game. We have the quarterback. We have the defense that will get after you. Playmakers on our defense. Salute to Jalen Rose for playing, Jalen Ramsey for playing a great game yesterday too. So I think we have everything we need just to go in and make a strong run, not only to an NFC championship, but also a playoff Super Bowl run, man. I think it's right there before us.
1: It better be right there before us because Rams fans don't want to hear anything but a Super Bowl win. I don't want to hear nothing about we made it to the Super Bowl. Nah, I don't want any of that. We want, to, we want to get this dub, especially when it's being played right there at the crib and so far, man. But, you know, great stuff from you as always. Brother, anything else you want to add, man, before we get out of here?
0: That's it, man. It's 49 a week once again, Doc. And, um, you know, the magnitude of it is raised to another level because, I mean, we're we're talking about playoff implications uh being solidified with this game and uh we gotta you know do something for ourselves and and uh you know it's been five games in a row we got to shut that down and go ahead and make sure that we we stop the bleeding on this and and do some cutting ourselves indeed and that's
1: gonna do it for another great episode of ramblings where isaac bruce was cutting cats doc holliday listening to him cut cats. that's gonna do it for this episode of ramblings with pro football hall of famer isaac bruce and doc holliday until next week we out